hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax Escarpment, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamperin and Phil Golfie. Yes, good morning once again. An action-packed, jam-packed show in terms of content here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Uh, if you have a question for the Golfie team, you can email us, questions at robgolfie.com. Online, robgolfie.com is the website you will want to go to. That's rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Their phone number is 905-575-7700. Again, 905-575-7700. At Rob Golfie on Twitter. Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to like the Rob Golfie Facebook page as well and subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you download your favorite podcast. We will relay that information throughout the show, so don't be uh, afraid to uh, keep it on this dial or on this uh, podcast if you're listening uh, post-live to air, as we say. Uh, lots to talk about today. We'll talk about the mortgage stress test that's uh, really making the rounds and uh, impacting uh, communities and uh, the nation as a whole, really. We'll talk about a new developer who's interested in in uh, building the uh, uh, the condo or a condo project at the former James Street Baptist Church. We'll talk about uh, renovating your basement and potentially renting it out. We'll also talk about the pros and cons of selling a home that you're currently renting to tenants. We'll also talk about some investment properties as well. Uh, but before we get to all of that, it is uh, statistics time here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show. The February stats are out from the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington. Uh, overall... Uh, 735 sales of uh, multiple, uh, or pardon me, of residential properties sold in February. The uh, Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington saying that that is a 4% drop from February of last year. However, a 24% increase over January of 2019. And the average price of a home sold in this area was $557,000. And uh, that is an increase of 1.9%. So there's some positives, uh, a little bit of a negative when you compare February to February, but uh, I think the positives are outweighing the negatives at this yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we had such a strong 2017 and, and 18 kind of leveled it off. So it, it's still balancing. I mean, we're more balancing, but house prices are still climbing. Yeah. Um, like if we go to uh, Ancaster, I mean... Number of sales were uh, they're down twenty percent in Ancaster for the month of February, mm -hmm. but um, average sale price is up uh, you know one point seven percent. You know what I mean? So now the average sale price in Ancaster uh, is seven hundred eighty two thousand eight hundred nineteen uh, for two thousand nineteen February two thousand nineteen. Yeah. So I mean it's strong. I mean obviously good time to put your house on the market because there's not that many much inventory and it's going to and, it, and the inventory will climb as as the weather starts breaking and 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 and, and it's already started uh you know uh with uh you know Friday Saturday right. uh breaking from this cold snap that we had all week so um but uh now with uh, Burlington now Burlington uh, they're up 3.8 percent. I mean, they took they took a pretty big uh, beating last year, uh, but they're up 3.8 uh, percent, which 
um, and that, and they're average, but they're down on price. Mm-hmm. So the price, you know, slightly six grand, right? So they're, so they're, so their prices, you know, it's stabilizing. It's 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 flatlining pretty well, uh, just because it's it's expensive. I mean, it, there's a ceiling for everything. Like right. like people haven't gotten a raise at their job, uh, probably for five years, and there's a limit, and then eventually that limit uh, has to has to stop. Yeah, uh, Dundas. Um, Dundas small small little uh, a hub there. They're down thirty two percent in uh, unit sales, but uh, and they're also down in uh, average sale price by one point seven percent. So mm-hmm. the average sale price there is five hundred fifty five thousand. Mm-hmm. Now again, Dundas it, a good time to uh, put your house on the market. But again, it, and it shows that people aren't going to overpay for a house. They're they're watching. They're price conscious. So if you price it right, you will do well. If you overprice it, then you're chasing the market. And you're going to end up end up losing uh, ten to twenty thousand yeah. uh, dollars that that you should have gotten. The the, the three uh, communities that we just went through: Ancaster, Burlington, Dundas. Really niche markets. I mean, it doesn't really yeah, appeal yeah, to everyone. Yeah. Right? Expensive markets. Yeah, expensive markets. So um, now in Glanbrook, I mean, that's you know Glanbrook, Binbrook. Uh, people, a lot of people moved out there. There's a huge turnover. A lot, lot, you know, there's a lot of development going out there. People say, hey, let's go out there. There's a nice community, but. They don't once, stay for very long. Uh, they end up moving. There's a, there's a turnover of ten percent. Uh, hmm. Once people move in, they go. Like, I don't know if I want this drive on Highway 53. Yeah. And then they got to get to the uh, to the link and in, uh, in the in the the Red Hill. The Red Hill. Um, so it's just it's 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 something they have to get used to. And I tell people when you go out there, you know, really go there a few times before you make an offer and right. drive around and see how you feel. And it looks great. You know, it's a nice sunny day. And they're driving around, or you know, you see kids playing in the park and all that kind of stuff, and it you know it looks like a commercial on TV. <laughs> but when you actually have to live it yeah. and drive through there, I mean, like, I mean, they just finally they got a grocery store there. Like, um, was it Metro? Is it no? It's yeah. uh, um, Foodland. I'm not sure. I don't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I I was just there yesterday, but um, they they got a grocery store there finally, and and I think they're looking to get. Uh, it, it was tough to get a Tim Hortons. Right. So. They need more things there to, and once they get more things there, people will stick around. Right. Um, so, but anyway, they're down three point one percent, and then the average sale price is down too, fourteen point eight percent. That's a, a big but, hit. But a hundred thousand dollars from yeah. six hundred fifty-four thousand yeah. in twenty eighteen to five fifty-seven. Yeah. But they've only had uh, thirty-one sales, yeah. so it's kind of hard to gauge. You need more sales to get a better accurate right. uh, thing like that. Let's go over to Grimsby. Grimsby, uh, n- number of units, thirty-two uh, percent uh, uh, down. There's not, there's not again, inventory's low, but the average sale price uh, is pretty well almost the same. And uh, like I said, Grimsby's the type of town it flatlines. Once it hits a certain point, it'll be at it'll be at that level for about a couple years, hmm. uh, a year and a half, and then it'll go up. So, so now's uh, the time to get in. Now's the time to get in because it, it's probably flatlined, and then boom, and then it'll 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 do another jump. It goes in spurts. Uh, Grimsby, that's that that market's funny. Right. That's so if you're, if you're looking at a home in Grimsby, the average sale price, uh, at least last month, five hundred seventy-eight thousand dollars. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. It gets getting getting pretty up there. Hamilton Center, a lot more affordable. A lot more affordable, <laughs> and but a uh, lot less homes sold. Yeah. They're down thirteen point eight percent, almost fourteen uh, percent on the number of units sold, and the average sale price is up ten percent. Again, it's still one of the most affordable areas in Hamilton to buy real estate. So, so that's a good place to. I'll tell you, that's a good place to even buy as an investment property and hold on to. 
uh, because it, you still can make the rents still kind of cover the mortgage, mm-hmm. you know, depending on how much you put down. So uh, Hamilton Central is always one of my, my favorite places. Y- you mentioned it. In terms of an investment opportunity, uh, you know, Hamilton Center uh, just went up in, in, in the span of a year, $35,000. That's I mean, right. That's pretty healthy. Yeah. Uh, did you Go get buy a, a GIC for that. That's right. Did you get a $35,000 <laughs> raise at work? Uh, no, no. No. So I'm telling you, Hamilton Central, it's still affordable. And li- like I said, now, like the, the average sale price right now is three hundred eighty-three thousand. In ten years, that's going to double. Yeah. Ten uh, between ten and twelve years, that's going to double. People, call us. Buy a house in Hamilton Central. Believe me, you'll be you won't be disappointed. You'll thank me in ten mm-hmm. years. Hamilton East, same kind of story. Yeah, Hamilton East. Uh, it, it's it balanced. They sold the same amount of homes uh, from last February this February. Average sale price is d- down. So it, so there's some kind of adjustment there happening. But down by five percent, not you know, not too much of a. a well, there's about twenty thousand dollars difference, I mm-hmm. think, almost. But um, not sure why that happened. But uh, we have to, we'll have to see how the next few months go. Yeah, but comparing you know Hamilton East to Hamilton Center, uh, very comparable. Hamilton East three hundred seventy five thousand. Yep. Hamilton Center three eighty three. Yeah. And Hamilton East is a great place to invest and invest money. I just bought a property in, in Hamilton Central. You know what? I picked up a good deal there. I'll hang on to it for, you know, a while. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm really happy with that. Hamilton Central, to me, no, it's, it's a great area to own real estate. You are going to make money, people. Right. Hamilton West. Yes. So they're up 8%. So 8%, so the, uh, last year in February, they sold 37. This year, they sold 40. So I guess that's 8%. Mm. And, but they're up 20% on average sale price. Now, people are buying. Uh, because uh, now this is part of the um, Hamilton West is part of the Durand area plus um, the McMaster area combined. Right. So now when you got the Durand, you got high end homes there for sure, and then you got the Hamilton West. But one of the greatest areas and expensive and and expensive area to own real mm-hmm. estate. And my favorite is the Southwest area off Lock Street. I used to buy a lot of real estate there, but it's it is getting pricey right. to buy real estate there and, and and actually afford to you know rent it out and cover. It's mm-hmm. uh, but it's tough. That's why I kind of shifted more towards Central Hamilton. Uh, so there'll be a lot of room there for growth. But uh, Hamilton West always a great uh, market. Most people buy there. They're moving in there. Investment it's going to be tough. It's it's get it gets expensive. Yeah, no more doubt about more it. often than not, at least for now, people are moving into their forever homes there. Y- just y- because of the yeah, price. pretty well. Yeah, yeah. you get a lot you get a lot of the uh, you know trendy uh, GTA buyers going out that way they mm. say you know we want something with you know old old uh, you know uh, old kind of charm. style yeah. charm with charm and they're gonna go in and clean it up and fix it up and and uh, they're they're, do, they're doing a fantastic job nice so uh, Smithville so we're getting into a little bit of Niagara area now Smithville you know small little community um, they're down 33 uh, percent in unit sales but but they're up 16 percent in uh, average sale price. So last year, their average sale price was 497000 This year, it's 579 So they're up 16%. So hmm. Smithville's going, uh, doing pretty good so far. So unless they had some big sales that caused that to go up. Right. Stony Creek. Now, this Stony Creek is including uh, upper, upper and lower, lower Stony Creek. Okay. Yeah. So uh, they're down uh, 10% in uh, unit sales, and they're down 1.6%. So, so obviously, they probably flatlined. And they, they probably hit, the hit a certain ceiling, and and it's and it and it's just staying tight there. So okay. average sale price five hundred thirteen thousand in Stone yeah. Creek. 
Water down, um, they're balanced. Uh, no, they're exactly the same as last year, and they're up 13%. Water down has got a, a variety of range of homes from townhouses to multi-million dollar homes. Mm-hmm. They only sold 25 in February, so but they're up 13% in average sale price. But as the year goes on, we'll see what, what that works out to. Okay. And then West Lincoln, uh, they're down. Uh, they only sold... Uh, uh, one home in the month of February in West Lincoln. Wow. It's a slow month. <laughs> the winner, winner, chicken dinner for the agent that did that one. I think it was us, wasn't it? No, 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 no. <laughs> so uh, average uh, sale prices uh, up uh, uh, to six. dollars That one home sold for $675,000. That's it. One home. That's it. That's, that's the average crazy. sale price. <laughs> like, like yeah. that's, that's a lot. Yeah. Compared to four ninety six dollars in February yeah, of last so, year. So one so thing that we missed was Hamilton Mountain. Oh, so yeah, in 2018, sorry. there was 98 homes sold. 2019 in February 115, the average sale price rising from $455,000 to 497. So almost half a million dollars for a home yep. on the Hamilton Mountain. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about investment properties, renting out your basement, and uh, what's going on at the former James Street Baptist Church. That and a whole lot more still to come on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio this fine Saturday morning with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Don't forget, Golfie gets it sold. Go online to find out more. RobGolfie.com is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Be sure to like the Rob Golfie Facebook page. You can find them on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram. The handle is at Rob Golfie. And if you've missed a past episode, don't fret. You can always download the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite bod- podcast. Have a question for the Golfie team? You can email questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that email address is questions at robgolfie.com. Still to come, we'll have the Golfie Gets It Sold listing of the week. We'll talk about the mortgage stress test and uh, what's going on at the former James Street Baptist Church sites, the former uh, one-time a plan for the Connolly condo project. There's a new plan that's in the works. Before we get to all of that, let's talk about investment properties. Uh, people buy homes to move in and live there forever. Others buy them to flip them or rent them out and uh, yeah, have so some I, investment opportunities. Yeah, I wanted to touch on a um, you know one one strategy of real estate investing. It's, it's called the the Burr approach. B R R R. So it's the buy, renovate, rent, and refinance approach. Yeah, so. Yeah. What's going on? What what you know? Who who this is uh, attractive to? Is it's attractive to somebody who's looking to buy a property, doesn't necessarily want to tie up all their money in this property. Um, maybe is a little bit handy, or, or or looking for a property that needs a little bit of work, but but still wants to hold it without putting you know a large sum of their money and having it having a you know tied up in the property. So mm-hmm. uh, the mindset is is you want to get into the market. We just went through all the stats. A lot of the stats are in green in terms of positive numbers over last year. Um, average sale price continues to go up. Um, and you know, you, you want to be able to, to, to hold real estate. So it's, it's better sooner than later, right? You know, the, the sooner you can get in and, 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 you know, gain a real estate asset, you know, the more chance you're, you know, you give yourself a longer timeline to make money on it, but you still don't want to rush, right? You want to find a property that, 
that does need a lot of work. Mm. It's not necessarily a teardown or, or, or a complete gut, but something that you can go in and, and maybe do the floors, kitchen and bathrooms and still have, you know, still make it really attractive to, to a tenant. So this is, you know, you, you want to purchase it. You want to be able to flip it around, turn it around, renovate it within a short period of time, rent it out. And then still have a pot of positive cash flow after the refinance. So now you've gained, you know, you've gained a real estate asset. You have a tenant in there. You've refinanced the property. So most likely, you've gained everything back that you've put into it, and you're you're cash positive. Mm. And it's a it's a great it's a great way. It's a great start to a real estate investment. It's right. it's, it's a great strategy. So a lot of people will 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 just buy, you know, renovate and sell just because they don't want to. They don't want to hold the asset. They don't want to become a landlord, mm-hmm. but they just want to turn it around quickly and make you know thirty to forty grand based on their their approach. Right. How far down the line does uh, a person who who does plan to hold on to that property and rent it out? How far down the line do they start to recoup all the money that they initially put in to renovate and buy the property? So so as soon as they refinance it. Okay. So in terms of you know today's re- refinancing restrictions, you're allowed to borrow up to eighty percent of the appraised value on your property. Mm-hmm. So the key here is is getting a high appraisal amount. So if you buy a property for 200 and, you know, let's say say 300 grand, you're putting $60,000 down. You might put $40,000 into it. You want that property to be appraised at over 400,000. And now what you're able to do is you're able to borrow 80% of that whatever whatever that appraisal amount is, and that's right back in your pocket. Right. So not only have you recouped you know your down payment, the sixty grand. Hopefully, hopefully you're getting a little bit more than that in terms of your renovation costs. And this is how people build a large real estate portfolio: is if they keep on doing this, and now it gives them the cash flow and 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 the the capital to to go buy another property, mm-hmm. go buy another property. But it it requires big swings, right? So, you know, the main strategy it, it doesn't work if if you're not going to get you know that equity out of it after the after the renovation right. right if you're if you're gonna buy a property that doesn't need any work or if you're gonna buy a property that that you know you know doesn't you know doesn't include you know if it's you know doesn't give you the ability to to increase the property value over a short period of time with a renovation this strategy does not right. work and that's some the people, big pitfall yeah exactly and some people get caught in it but but you know a lot of a lot of homes in you know east hamilton central hamilton it works perfectly for this it, we've seen a lot of people do it um, and renovating the, you know, those story and a half, two story hmm. homes and, and, and gaining a lot of equity qu- quickly and then pulling it right back out and moving on to the next property. Right. And, and this is how people are able to turn over properties and, and buy, you know, three, four properties in a year, um, with, with this strategy. Obviously you have to get creative in terms of, you know, your financing situation and, and, you know, uh, if, if you've gotten to that point, you've, you've met the necessary contacts to be able to do so. But if not, you know, work with the realtor and, and they'll be able to point you in the, in the right direction. But it's a strategy that makes sense. It allows you to, to become a, a wealthy real estate investor quickly mm-hmm. and, and, you know, continue to have that positive cash flow and not become, you know, you know, um, you know, cash poor. Yeah. We went through some uh, stats in February for, uh, you know, certain pockets of, of the neighborhood. You know, Hamilton East, Hamilton Center would seem to be uh, good starting points for this kind of strategy. Yeah. I mean, it, there's little pockets within those pockets that are great streets that are that are extremely attractive. We just listed one. We we, we bought one on Archibald. So right on the corner of, you know, near Kenilworth, Kenilworth and Barton. Hmm. Um, and, 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 you know, we didn't do the whole strategy, but it was just more of a, a, a buy, renovate, and sell. And and we turned around and, and ended up making a, a very lucrative profit off it. Um, 
in, in a matter of, you know, two and a half months, three months. So it, it's something that, you know, these investments in these properties are still out there. It's making sure that you find the right one right. and doing it sooner than later, right? It's 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 hopping on it now and, and not waiting for, you know, you know, everybody says we got to do it. We got to do it. It's 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 actually doing it and, and jumping right in. And mm-hmm. and there's uh, there's still you know really good opportunities there. Do you have to be a specific kind of investor or person? Do you have to have a specific attitude to be able to hold on to the property, rent it out, as opposed to just selling it? Yeah, I you mean, have to have a different mindset. It, it's can, the, it's can, the landlord, right? It's not yeah. everybody wants to be a landlord. Right. You can it's, hire somebody. Yeah, it's it's hard, right? And and a lot of people say that they say you know I don't want to turn into a landlord and. I don't want to, you know, there's have to a, deal with tenants. Yeah. So right? first, first you have to be able to have a job or the flexibility to be able to, to, to support, you know, to be able to attend to tenants and, and deal with those challenges and deal with those problems. So, you know, the first things first, if you're, you know, you have to decide if you want to manage your own properties, right. right? And if you do, then, then you got to be around, you got to be, you know, you got to live local, you got to be able to deal with emergencies. You got to be able to, 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 to attend to problems. You mm. got to be proactive in terms of maintaining the property. Whereas other So people, having a, a nine to five office job might not be the yeah, best scenario. No, <laughs> no. But, and then, and then, you know, for some other people, they'll say, you know, I, I, you know, I want to pay attention, attention to my current career and my job, but I also want to have, you know, my real estate investments on the side. Sure. I'm going to get somebody to manage them and, you know, such as a property manage, management company or even something, you know, a family member or something like that, right. where you can where you can pay them a, you know, a a, a, a small sum just to take care of the property, mm-hmm. and that way it's peace of mind. So it depends what your situation is. You have to find what works for you. A lot of the time, is people will manage their own properties, but as soon as they get their third or fourth, that's when they start to look for help. Right. You know, you just have to know how to delegate. And yeah. so, like, if there's a plumbing issue, you have a plumber that you know well, and you always call him, and he'll and he'll he'll do the job quick because you're using him all the time so yeah. as soon as you call him like i've got one that uh, that i i'm taking uh, possession and i got a guy going in monday clearing all the all the stuff out cleaning it out they left a lot of junk right and uh so i got a handy guy that and he does all these little small little things mm-hmm. that that's hard to find you know one guy so he's a jack of all trades he's yeah. jack of yeah. all he does like you just build the, a team around you yeah that, that, that yeah supports and you with each yeah. property you have yeah and it so for, i'm not a handy guy myself so i'm busy you know selling real estate and 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 working with the my business but when i i'd have properties i just call the guys that handle i got electrician that i have on hand i got i got a guy that does all my furnaces and stuff like that and he you know fantastic i need a new furnace Mm -hmm. he's a great guy to deal with and and he takes care of me so you actually build a team of people that will that you you have them on your speed dial on your phone and you're good to go because you know them, you trust them. They've done great work yeah, for you, yeah, so yeah, you're exactly. Keep them and they want your business, yeah, right? right? You know, I mean, they want your business. That's how that's how they build. And if you get the wrong guy, you got to find another one. Right. But yeah. but uh, you know, so so Phil, you may have piqued some people's interest that are listening to this, saying, you know what, I could probably do this. Yeah. What advice or tips do you have for them to avoid some of these pitfalls? What should, what should you they? You got to make your do? you got to make you make your money on the buy. Right. Every single time, if you don't make your you you have to make your money on the buy, and and it's. It's buying something that's that has the ability to turn around and become a property worth, you know, you know, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars more with a small renovation. Mm-hmm. And and that's what you have to be able to seek out. Um and, and those properties are out there. You know, everybody's probably thinking, Oh, you know, where am I gonna find that? Right? Those properties are out there. But you just gotta be be able to be flexible in terms of you know, a lot of the time is is you, you gotta be flexible in terms of when you can close, right? So some of these properties, you know, they might need a two or three week closing or an immediate closing. If you can do that, you know, and and, and be flexible in terms of 
on the buying side, you can get a really good deal, right? right? The key, the key thing is getting a good tenant. Make yeah. sure you pick the right tenant, and you may need. You, and it, I'll tell you, it's worth a, uh, a lot if you get a realtor to get the tenant for you. If you do it on your own, and believe me, I I experienced this. Like if I when I do it, I'm, I'm busy. And uh, and I'm focused on what I'm doing with my work, and and I'll see you know five people. Oh, this guy looks good. You know mm-hmm, what I mean. Mm-hmm. So and then all of a sudden I'm, I picked the wrong tenant. So like on our team, we you know Daniel's fantastic at picking tenants, and and those tenants stay a long time if you pick the right one. Right. Yeah. You know yeah. they stay a long time. So the key factor is don't pick the tenant yourself. Have somebody else do it for you. So you can have an investor buying a property. Uh, they call up the golfy team at nine zero five five seven five seventy seven hundred. Say hey Rob, I need a tenant. Find me one. That's yeah. right. And bingo, bingo, bongo. There you go. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 It's worth keeping a, a a unit empty an extra month just to get the right tenant. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not going to you're going to have a uh, you're not going to get rent for six months. Yeah. Short, short, short term pain. Long people long. are uh, people are usually surprised by how much damage a tenant can do. So <laughs> oh, it's yeah. uh, it's uh, yeah. oh yeah, fascinating. Oh yeah, they can do a lot of damage. And what kind of time frame would you recommend for a renovation and either a resale or bringing that tenant in? Are we talking about six so, months, three so, months. So you mean to renovate a house? Yeah. Uh, so, the, so in this strategy, in this strategy. The quicker the better, right? right? So you, so so most likely is is you know you got a lot of money tied up in the property. You want to be able to get that money out as soon as possible. Right. So the sooner you're done your renovation, um, is the sooner the tenant goes in, and that's and then as soon as the tenant is is in the property, then you can start working on the refinance. And hmm. you know a refinance can take up to you know two, if it, two if and a half weeks, two weeks. The most important about this is is the the appraisal when it comes to the refinance. Um, and it's shopping around and, and, and making sure that, you know, whoever you're working with understands your strategy and what your goal is. And that comes down to the appraisal amount mm. because that's how much money you're going to get back in right. your pocket. Makes sense. Uh, still in the, uh, I guess, renting game, there are uh, a number of people who have renovated their basements. They're thinking about, you know, renting them out. Um, so uh, we're going to offer five things to think about. If you are thinking about uh, renting out your basement, it can seem like uh, easy money at times, but there are a few things to consider. Uh, number one, not all finished basements are basement apartments. So just because you've done some renovations, it doesn't mean it's up to code in terms of, you know, fire regulations. Uh, you know, do you have enough windows, fire exits, all that kind of stuff. So that's certainly something to keep in mind when you are uh, renovating or thinking about renting out your basement. Yeah, it's, it's you know, something definitely to be, you know, cognitive of. Um, it's something, it's it's easy to, to, you know, convince yourself that, you know, hey, listen, if I throw a tenant in the basement, I can, you know, get an extra six to 800 bucks, depending on where you are yeah. a month. It's like a mortgage helper. But it's it's important to make sure that, you know, it's legal, right? There's safe. A, there's there's, safe. there's safe. a second yes. exit. Um, yeah. Because you're talking about liability. I mean, yeah. these are oh, big time! Because if somebody's stuff. trapped down there and there's yeah. a fire, then you, you got you got bigger problems after. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, in the uh, especially in the West End, um, the uh, bylaw guys are driving around. If they see a bin truck or anything like that, looks like they're they're renovating, mm-hmm. they go in and check it because they want to make sure that if you're renovating a house. Um, and you're putting an, an apartment in the basement, which a lot of people do because they're trying to jam as many students in a house, sure. um, that the basement is going to be legal. Like the, there's a second exit and everything. So they've shut down a lot of people uh, on their renovations. They'll, 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 they'll put a stop work order on the house. Now, how you avoid this is you get the <laughs> bin Friday afternoon and the bin has to be gone 
before Monday morning. Yeah. <laughs> and not tell you avoid that. We there's, didn't tell you that. There's a, there's a life hack. We didn't it. tell you that. You actually get one of those mobile ones. Yeah. Uh, I know. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Advantage Waste System. Yeah. They uh, they got one of the. They got like a hitch. Oh really? On it. Yeah. They just pull they in, just wheel dump, away, and get it. out. Yeah. There's little life hacks to this. We're not. Yeah. You know, you didn't hear yeah. it from us, but right. If you yeah. uh, if you're interested, you, you don't condone it, yeah. but you've seen people do. Well, it. <laughs> I, yeah. Like I mean, but they. But literally, the, every time I I know of uh, clients of mine. They have, uh, they're doing renovations. No matter what it is, if there is a bin out front, they are stopping in. And yeah. and if you're renovating a basement and there's no permit, no work, nothing, they shut e- you down. Even even as little as you know, taking a wall down, um, they'll they'll stop you and they'll come in and they and they want to see what you're doing inside yeah. and, and mm-hmm. making sure that you're not yeah. doing any structural or. Or any anything like right. anything like that. Got a couple minutes left in this segment, so let's get to uh, number two, which kind of falls in line with number one. Uh, you may be liable for your tenants and their visitors, so make sure you have a proper lease agreement in place. This will cover any you know slip and falls, that kind of stuff, with you know icy conditions uh, and whatnot. Uh, number three, don't set the rent too low. You can't adjust it later. Obviously, there's a limit in terms of how much you can increase a rent from time to time. So uh, certainly, as we we've heard on this show before, uh, in terms of setting a, uh, a uh, a perfect price for a home, you want to set a good price for a um, uh, the rent for your tenant. Uh, number four, choose your tenants like you choose your friends. We've that's talked about right. this before. Yeah, that's right. Well, this is vitally important because if you get a bad tenant, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, for sure, you're you're done, and it could be six months to a year if they're, if they're professional, you know, tenant, <laughs> tenants, tenants <laughs> like they they know how to use the system. Yeah, absolutely. So you got you better you're better off hiring a paralegal to go against some professional tenants. Yeah. That's for sure. That that try to take advantage of the system. And the last one on this list of uh, five things to think about if you are thinking about renting out your basement, the government gets a piece of that rent. So if you're doing it legally, as you should, uh, you have to pay taxes on, on right. the rent that That's you're right. collecting. That's right. So so let's say you own a house and it's, uh, it's uh, uh, two-story. So now you're renting the basement. So mm-hmm. you're renting one-third so they're, that's how they're going to classify, you know, when you sell, right, pro- okay. you know, capital gains and stuff like that. So you got to be careful. Interesting. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, what's happening at the former James Street Baptist Church site and uh, a few more other items to get to as well. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Dolphy and Philip Golfi, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfi team. You can call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. RobGolfi.com is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Be sure to download the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. If you have a question for the Golfi team, email questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that email address is questions at robgolfie.com. They're all over social media as well on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search out Rob Golfie. Still to come, we'll talk about the Golfie Gets It Sold listing of the week and um, the James Street Baptist Church, a glorious church in uh, in downtown Hamilton, was uh, demolished five years ago. Wow, the time has gone by crazily fast. 
So now there's a new developer because the previous developer that had planned a, uh, a massive condo project on that site with uh, commercial um, uh, investments on on the ground floor, commercial opportunities on the ground floor, um, uh, reneged on that deal. A lot of people had bought into the property. So now a new Vietnamese developer is looking at this site and is proposing a 30-story, 315-unit facility with, uh, again, commercial space on the ground floor, uh, parking as well, all that kind of stuff, patios. Um, so the question is, should people you know, download their money and invest in this project knowing what just happened five years ago uh, or a couple it, it, years well, ago. Well, they're, they're protected by, uh, uh, what is it, uh, uh, what, I'm going blank on the name, uh, the uh, warranty, the uh, builder's uh, warranty, mm-hmm. Therion. They're, they're protected by Therion. So if they put, if they put a deposit mm-hmm. down, they're protected. So, so the previous, uh, when it was list, listed before, whenever they were selling the, uh, the, the condos before, yeah. All those people that had uh, deposits down, they all got them back. It took a while probably for them to get it back, right. but they they got their deposits back. Now, you're protected through Terion, but the thing is, uh, I don't know. Like it's, the thing uh, is, your money's tied up for a long time. Your right? money's tied up. So, like, by th- so yeah, that's what you're, you're protected to get your money back. But if yeah. somebody comes back and gives you, you know, if you put $30,000 down and five years goes by and they come back and give you the same $30,000, you could have bought, 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 bought a different. Yeah. Yeah. You could have bought a different you're, you're project, not, and, 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 and it could have made a hundred thousand. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. And it's it's like um, I think uh, Television City. I think they're they're still trying to get the thirty-two story or something thir- like that. Yeah. Thirty-two story, but they've already been approved. I think what twenty-six stories or something like that. Yes. So they can they can start digging right now if they just go with the twenty-six story. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to go for that over thirty-story uh, building. And so it takes time. So those people that bought into it, it's got to be a year and a half ago by now, or a year. Went into receivership in 2017. Yeah. Oh no, so, no, the, no. The, oh, the Television City one. Television uh. City. Um, I think people bought bought into that is yeah. about a year to a year, year to a year and a half, half ago. Yeah. So they haven't even started digging yet, and it could be another six months to a year before they get the approval. Right. And then by the time they start digging, it takes two two years to build that. Um, so th- it's five years, like. And, uh, and people's lives change in five years. Right. Like, oh, definitely. You know what I mean? Like, hey, let's go as partners, uh, you know, husband yep. and wife. Well, now they're not husband and wife yep. anymore. And or all of a sudden you have kids. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, so it's everything is changes in, in that time frame. Right. So. so there are some safeguards for potential investors into this. But again, uh, you know, timelines might, who knows? I, I think it's just going to be interesting to see how much attraction this condo gets i think it's everybody's going to kind of show up and, and and see what the you know the renderings look like and see yeah. what the development plan is and and see how much attention it gets because if there's a lot of if there's a large buyer pool of people you know coming in and buying in to the condo it means that the the, the builder whoever the developer is going to have a good cash flow and the amount of deposits that they're going to get mm-hmm. which is going to be allowing them to turn over the condo much quicker if you only sell out 50 percent of the condo building and now you're scratching and clawing for the next two years to sell you know a unit here and a unit there right. it's going to slow a lot harder yeah. to, to uh for the for the builders to to to, to develop it right and mm-hmm. that's they need that's they when need, you get caused so i, I think but they, they need 50 percent yeah. or more uh sold before yeah. the banks will give them the money yeah. to start so, digging oh, well. so yeah. uh but I mean, if the condo comes out and you know they sell seventy five, eighty percent on the first day, it's like you know, yeah, you're in pretty good shape, right? That's where the emotional um, decisions are made when they yeah. see the renderings. Oh, yeah. wow, this might be a exactly. nice place. It's a great location. I think yeah. it's it's going to be more of a lifestyle that that they're, they're going to sell, right? It's I right. think Hamilton. Yeah. That's what downtown Hamilton's able to offer. Yeah, um, even more so now than even five years ago. So I think it's going to be a little bit different. And I mean, in the last five years, look at Hamilton and how much it's changed. So, yeah, very much so. You know, it's a it's a much easier sell now than it was before. 
couple minutes left in this segment. Let's talk about uh, the, what the Toronto Real Estate Board is calling for. It's calling for looser mortgage rules as monthly sales drop most in a year. So they uh, basically, the TREB, the Toronto Real Estate uh, Board, wants the federal government to say, uh, hey, maybe we should uh, rethink this mortgage stress test or even <laughs> scrap it outright because sales in the Toronto area fell 7.7% in February compared to February of 2018, another big drop. Uh, so the president of TREB is saying that this is a uh, federal budget and election year. It is going to be interesting to see what policy measures are announced to help with home ownership affordability. I don't see the government saying, you know what, now we're going to scrap this. I mean, it's done its job. It's yeah, cooled exactly. off housing markets. Yeah. but Yeah. I, it's just now Now we're just used to this. This is part of... This is, this is the new reality. Of, this is new, the new reality. So um, I, it's it's hard to tell. I mean, you know when they'll, they'll put it out? Uh, maybe during uh, recession times. Right. If there is a recession. Or a comes. change in government. Yeah. Change in government. Right. Yeah. And um, so we had the no, change we, in government. I don't think... Uh, uh, Ford's doing anything with that, or is he? Well, I'm thinking more or less of the federal government. If Andrew yeah. Scheer oh, gets in yeah. and right, Trudeau right, loses, right. Eh, well, Trudeau's going to have yeah. some problems. I guess he's. But, uh, to- that's a different kind of show. Yeah. <laughs> but this is, I mean, I mean, it's it's affected the Toronto Real Estate Board more so than it has ours. So definitely, no doubt about it, and Vancouver as well. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, the uh, Golfie gets its sold listing of the week. Stay tuned for that. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Go around here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Zamprin with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Find them online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com. Call them at 905 575 7700. Again, that's 905 575 7700. Be sure to like the Rob Golfie Facebook page, a host of great information, videos, listings, uh, all that stuff. Uh, at Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, check out the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast if you haven't done so already. Uh, past episodes also are robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. And again, if you have a question for the Golfie team or you would like to suggest a topic idea for a future program, email us, questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that email address is questions at robgolfie.com. As promised, it's the Golfie Gets It Sold listing of the week. Where are we now? Yeah, we're going to 15 Springbank Trail in St. Catharines, right off of 4th Ave, off of the uh, off of the 406 it's in the ridley heights neighborhood just around the corner for ridley college and oh, that oh. uh you know all the uh the main <clears throat> main um the strip on fourth ave mm-hmm. so this is a uh, it's a two-bedroom bungalow about a, uh, 1100 square feet it's on a, a 60 by 125 foot lot wow. it's on a beautiful street so in the last six years on this street alone there's only been one property that went up for sale and it, it ended up going into multiple offers really? and sold um sold about fifty thousand dollars over asking price so um, it, it's, you know, it's a street that not a lot of people move from once mm-hmm. they live there. It's, it's a, sounds it's, like a great neighborhood. Yeah. It's a nice, you know, mature neighborhood, massive trees, um, mostly filled by bungalows, big lots. Um, so it's, it's really nice. Perfect for an investor. If somebody wanted to come in here, the, the properties definitely need some cosmetic work. Right. Um, it needs, it needs an updated kitchen floors, you know, but the structure of the property is really good. It's a single car garage. Um, it's a two bedroom bungalow did i say 1100 square 1100 feet, square yeah. feet. that's so a fair size it's good size you're describing my house yeah. i got one more bedroom but yeah so the, the the basement's finished but like i said it needs it, it does need some work 
Um, we expect it to go fairly quickly. So that's going to hit the market on Wednesday. Oh, wow. On okay. Wednesday of, uh, of, of this coming week. And uh, if you're interested, feel free to give me a call. But it's it's uh, it's it's perfect, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, you get in that in, in that first time home buyer kind of baby boomer or investor. At right. all, all three. So there's, a, know, there's a lot of there's uh, a lot of different buyer pools that would be yeah. attracted to this property. And, and I'm excited to see you know what happens. This property has been in the family since it was built. So um, how old's the home? Do you know? It was 1960 built. Oh wow, 1960. Okay, yeah, so, so not incredibly old, no, but no, no it hasn't. It, but it, yeah, it's first time. So. It's it's a nice area. Like it's a really really nice area. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's you know you're about a minute and a half drive from the 406, which is you know your main commuter route. That's perfect. And then you're you're you know you're walking distance to that that big uh, the big superstore Walmart Plaza there. I think there was a I think there's a Best Buy right in that nice. plaza. Okay. And then right around the corner from Ridley College. So it's a nice area, really nice area. And uh, we're going up at four hundred thousand even wow. four hundred thousand flat. So is that like a steal? Are you listing a little low? I mean we're we're. It's market value. It's, it's, market, it's market value. value. It's yeah. it's market value. I expect it to get a lot of attention, and 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 I wouldn't be surprised if it went over asking. Hmm. Um, but it's it's vacant, right? The property is vacant, so you know immediate closing. So you is can available. move in right away. Yeah. Um, yeah, if somebody wants it, but it's it's. I wouldn't say it's low. The last house that sold on the street was sold for four twenty. Um, that was in the in the crazy hot market of of 2017 wow. um, and that, that that like I said that was the last property that sold in the last six years I mean it's going to be interesting to see that property was in a little bit better shape and it backed on to the ravine we're on the other side of the street not, oh, okay. not backing onto the ravine so interesting. it should be it should be interesting I mean it, it's priced it's it's priced bang on right mm-hmm. you can't you know I expect it to sell in the first two weeks um, and uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see but yeah. it's it's definitely one that I wanted to highlight and, and talk about for sure so uh, I don't know if you want to get into this, but has the family gone somewhere else? Have they moved to a new location? Yeah, it's, well, it's um, you know, moved out into a home, okay. right? It's, they're at that stage of their life. I see, um, okay. So, and the kids, you know, the daughter thought about moving in, but she said just, you know, she's going through a, a, a job change right now. She right. just said there's too much going on for me to, to make this move happen. Right. So, uh, it's, it's, it's you know, time for, for to cash in to, and move yeah, on. Yeah, to sell. Yeah. And what's sure. the address again? It's 15 Spring Bank drive in okay. st Catharines. yeah hmm. it's very accessible it's like i said it's right off the 406 right off fourth avenue yeah. in, in st Catharines. so is, is there a comparable home here in hamilton that you or at least like an area that you would compare it to i don't know would that it's, be the east end rosedale area maybe yeah. th- in that price point yeah i mean yeah. It, it's hard because you're looking at two bedroom bungalow right yeah but it, i mean the price point's extremely attractive like if you if you're gonna put this home depending like you know what i mean i would say Easily five fifty to six hundred here, this yeah, house here, here, in, yeah, here in Hamilton, Hamilton right? Yeah. And that's that's what makes it attractive, right? right? Somebody can move out of a out of a you know an eighteen you know fourteen fifteen hundred square foot townhouse to uh you know and and you know with a small little lot and mm-hmm. you know in a, in, in a dense community to a, to a mature neighborhood with you know massive trees and, and a nice you know you know old neighborhood yeah. for 400 grand like it's you know for some people it, that's pretty it, good the oh, move, no, the move it, makes no, sense no, right it, it does you, and, you, and you, i mean you have a fully fenced backyard there's tons of room for a pool if you have mm-hmm. a big dog or, huge lot yeah it's yeah massive. you can't even get a townhouse uh in this area for four hundred thousand, yeah. like a decent townhouse and so. that's what we've seen a lot of people do right we we you know Every single day we see people make these moves where they're like, you know, I, I can't live in this townhouse anymore. I want space for my dog. I want a bigger house. Right. You know, and, and, and obviously you might sacrifice a commute time or you might, you know, try and accommodate your job or get a, you know, get a, get a transfer or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's but a, lot, people, a, lot pr- people, a lot of pros Yeah, there. people, you know, the, you know, and it's not even, it's just a switch, right? You're just porting your, your mortgage. You're just doing a switch. Yeah. And, 
and it makes sense. So we got to run. Uh, great program once again. Again, if you're li- uh, interested in the Golfy Gets It Sold listing of the week, call them up at 905-575-7700 or go online to robgolfie.com. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML.